Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, bye week. You got to think about it even more. Guess what? We had a bye week last year, too. We lost six games in a row with a bye week stuck in between. Um, So the only way to get back to it is say, okay, why is this going on? It's no one's fault other than everybody's. And now we pick the pieces up and we, we get a chance to play a great football team that's really well coached. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It is indeed. The pregame show with Ole Krutz and Patrick Manley presented by Ben Rivers. And, guys, that's Matt Nagy reminding us this week that they're in the throes of a four-game losing streak. <laughs> reminding us this week that they lost four in a row in 2019. I believe it was six last year. And they had a bye week. And, oh, by the way, here they come out of a four-game lo- I mean, why bring that up? Are you Why proud of it? Excited? You... Yeah, you sounded excited yeah. about it. Yeah, we had a bye week in the middle of our six-game losing streak. So <laughs> There's some weird. things you say, you just you, it confuses you. That's the other Confucius right there. I'm like, why are you just don't even bring it up? Just stop you know, talking about it and just move forward. Move to the, this year and talk about what you're going to do this year. And I know we mentioned changing things up, but. Yeah, you would think a bye week, you could get healthy, number one. I think that's the biggest thing, Olin, maybe as, as players, is when I was playing, was looking where it fell. And it was, to me, for the overall team, all right, if we if we get, excuse me, get a nice little run going and we get that week off in the middle of the season, then you can get prepared for the end of the year. And a bye week fell perfectly for the Bears. But unfortunately, you still got all these guys you got going on IR, still can't come back after two weeks of rest with some obviously serious injuries. So they're just not in a good position. It's just it's unfortunate for the Bears for this to happen, but you would think the bye week would be a week to self-scout, uh, get healthy, get everybody back, and have a nice little run here for the second half of the season, but everything's the opposite of, of, of what you want. Yeah. The, okay, the, bye week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the Bears, man, I mean, they're 3-6, and six, but but their PR department and media area, they're 0-10 this year, right? So whoever's getting <laughs> these guys ready – for these press conferences and prepping these guys on what to say and what questions may come your guys' way and be ready for this. Uh, it just doesn't seem like uh, they're ready for these press conferences or, or actually what they're actually saying. Like you guys are saying, uh, you probably don't want to bring up that, you know, remember now last week, last year when we were losing a lot, we did have a bye week and that didn't help at all, right? So, uh, well, what are you doing differently than this year, right? What are you doing during the bye week to improve, to come out of this four-game losing streak? And like you said, Pat, 
uh, uh, for every guy on that team, it's not going to be the same, right? Some guys have to get healthy. Some guys have to recover. If you are healthy, uh, get, get some strength work in because uh, you do have – now you have eight games left, right, because they play 17 now. This is a long season. So you have a lot of weeks left here. You want to put some money in the bank strength-wise, uh, health-wise. Uh, study your film. Study your film. Break it down. Try to look at it from an angle of – uh, how how would how would you attack yourself? What can you improve on? What are people watching? Maybe have somebody that you trust watch your film and tell you what you need to work on, what you need to improve on to moving out through the year so you can see things from a different angle. And obviously the Chicago Bears need to do that uh, now that they're on a four-game losing streak. All right. So the Bears haven't won a game off the bye since 2013. This isn't just a naggy problem. But okay, bye week. He, yeah, he's been terrible off the bye, 0-3. So you say, well, who are they playing? Well, they lost an overtime game in uh, Miami in 2018. They didn't lose a lot in 2018. That was one of the losses. That came off a bye week. Uh, it was an overtime loss. And I believe Miami finished 7-9 and that year. The, then you lose to New Orleans. New Orleans was 13-3 and that year. And then last year you lose at Green Bay. They were 13-3. and They played some good teams out of the bye. I understand that. I'm just wondering, what, what, are you, what, do you, what did you guys do during the bye? How did it help you? And what are they not doing out of the bye? What, what, what are you seeing that, that tells you they're not going to do well out of the bye week? Is it giving everyone the week off? You kind of have to give them a certain number of days. Maybe you gave them an extra day. What, what, what's going on with the bye week and the Bears? Yeah, I think a new collective bargaining agreement, Pat, I think that they don't get a lot of time with these players. So the players have to take responsibility themselves on finding a uh, place to work out, find a place to do extra work. And nowadays, uh, let's be honest, you take your iPad home, you have all your film on your iPad at home. It's easier than ever to, to study yourself, to watch film, to get better. Uh, they need leaders on their team. They need some people to help them to get sick of losing. They say, look, man, uh, I'm tired of this losing. That's what we talk about, Justin Fields, being a leader, being a multiplier, uh, getting his teammates to work, get your teammates on the phone, call them up, talk to them about what they need to improve on. Because, look, if you're the Chicago Bears, you're probably going to be free the second week of January anyway. So how much time <laughs> off do you really need, right? So they need to work on that. The things that you kind of worry about, Mully, immediately for me is, I remember I think they said that they had to get the run game fixed that year before they played New Orleans. Right. They came out and only ran the ball six to nine times. Uh, the plays didn't make any sense at all that they were running. So you wonder when this coaching staff looks at their film, do they actually see what they need to fix, Pat? Do they actually see what their real problems are? Can they actually find the whys they always talk about? That, that's it, man. It's the question marks again of this coaching staff. They don't seem like they can answer their own questions. And I want to go back to what you said about training during that bye week, Olin. I think I learned it from you in the O-line that one thing maybe if young you know, football players, but listening, that get yourself sore again. That's the one thing I try to do is get myself sore again. Not the maintenance stuff, you know what I mean? You're trying to get through mm-hmm. week to week, but just trying to get yourself sore again. That you're actually building some strength and you're getting back to, to feeling strong again. And that, that helped a ton. Uh, I think you got to mentally relax a little bit. I think you got to step away a little bit. I think you got to just kind of recharge yourself. I was one that I enjoyed just laying on the couch on Sunday and watching football and taking it as a fan. Mm. You know, and maybe if you found a game that you were playing a future opponent, watch that a little bit, but not with the stressful eye of you know knowing that that that's the opponent of the next week. 
I, I think that, that was important for me, and I know I was just a long snapper, but I just do think it's important for guys to step away a little bit mm-hmm. um, and then just to get yourself healthy. But, Olin, you nailed it there with the coaches. This, this has a lot to do with the coaches because they're, they're the ones that really work during the bye week. They're the ones self-evaluating. They're the ones crunching the numbers, percentages, tendencies, and all those things. They're obviously not doing it correctly. They're not fixing it. So it's, it's on both parties, obviously. It's on the player and the, and the coaches. But some of these changes you're not seeing happen with, with, this, with this Bears team. So hopefully this week is different, but I just don't see it happening uh, uh, in, in a big stride. And, and part of that is because the injuries. Well, maybe we're going to see a win because Lamar Jackson's not playing, but I don't know if you're going to see that big stride with, with, this, with this offense you hope you do, or with this offense and defense you hope you do. But uh, history has shown they haven't played well after buys. History has shown they don't like to adjust their offense during the season and, and play to their player's strength. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that Justin Fields went down to uh, Florida, and at one point he had a conversation with Brandon Marshall. I don't know if that was on the air, if it was some kind of media thing, but, boy, I can think of a 1,000 Bears players that I would love to see the guy meet with not named Brandon Marshall. Yeah, but, but nowadays, uh, like we talked about earlier, uh, you don't have to be in the same state anymore to get that work right, in, right? To, right. to get on a Zoom call uh, with your teammates. Look, Florida's got nice weather. Uh, if you're going to train down there, if you can get outside, run around, throw the ball to a, to a former wide receiver like Brandon Marshall, I don't know exactly what they were doing. Uh, like you're saying, Molly, you probably don't want to take a ton of notes while Brandon Marshall's talking, but uh, you can throw <laughs> balls to him at least. He can run some pretty good routes for you, right? But, um, you know, as far as they're getting in work, as far as he's getting better, uh, like he talked about, I think it was one or two weeks ago, he said, uh, me and the wide receivers are getting on Zoom calls together. Uh, we're talking through things. We're trying to get better, trying to understand each other. Uh, so hopefully they kept doing that during the bye week. Uh, Pat is right. Some guys do have to take a mental break, and the bye week is kind of personal for everybody, mm-hmm. right, Pat? And yep. the thing you have to understand is the leader of the team, as Coach Nagy is, uh, you have to make sure that you understand your team, that you understand what every guy needs, and you're trying to give them that. Every player, you're almost kind of helping them come up with a plan that's best for them. You should understand your guys, which guys need rest, which guys don't, which guys got to do strength work, which guys got to do speed work. This guy's got to get in a training room. Uh, this guy, we got to help with his plays. This guy got to help with his skill. Uh, you see where I'm going here? They should have a list of all their players, and they should know exactly what they need and how to help them. And Olin, you brought up a good point too about being critical of yourself, of self-evaluating your, your play and how you're playing. Again, I think that goes to different personalities and different people. That I, I was one, I like to be hypercritical, like just reevaluate myself, grade myself for the first half of the season or whatever it was of the bye, and then try to move forward. I think some guys, if they start grading themselves and see them playing pretty poorly, that hurts their confidence. Some mm-hmm. guys don't want to hear that. They need to be groomed along and keep telling they're doing great. So it is personal, but that's a great point about being, I forgot about that, that he'd sit with the iPad at the end of my career and just be, I'd look at myself and be like, you're old, you can't run anymore, but <laughs> things like that. But you have to be critical of yourself. But again, it's personal. You know, some guys need to be, you know, the, the positive vibes all the time or whatever. Some guys you need to get on, maybe tell them, here's a list of what you got to work on. This is what you got to, excuse me, this is what you need to do. All right. Just curious. Um, how are you going to pick it, Olin? When you when you look at this game, <laughs> Tyler Huntley, and I apologize, I said he'd not thrown a pass. He's thrown 11 passes in the NFL. So, um, mm. you know. I, I, and Season I, veteran. I, 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 got, I got two ways to think about this. I, I, I'm either going to go with Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the best quarterback on the field today. I, I'm thinking he takes another big step. Uh, I don't 
I know I know the Ravens' advantage is their coaching staff. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that the Bears learned uh, from their bye week. They studied their tape. They're going to move the pocket today early. Uh, they're going to get Justin Fields warmed up. The offense is going to control the game, control the clock. I got the Bears winning now with Lamar Jackson on the bench, twenty-four to ten. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, that means the defense is stopping the run then. <laughs> I yeah, am. Well, I, that's I got Eddie Goldman. <laughs> I got Eddie Goldman dominating Roquan Smith. I got like these it. guys playing better today. Good. Uh, you know, I I just am curious. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna, you know, we have the game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you got the game tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll come in. You'll be off Tuesday. Maybe you have a day to get ready for that. Have you already put in the game plan? When, when you guys played um, mm. Detroit after a Sunday, would you try to do a two-for-one during the week? No, no. The, uh, they didn't give us the game plan, but they do. The coaches have the game plan, but we didn't get the game plan uh, until Monday of, okay. of that week. And it was usually pretty simple. It was usually pretty uh, kind of – it flowed with what you already did. And, and the Lions, for us – uh, we always kind of knew how we were going to attack them anyway. But the coaches have it. Obviously, they do now at the bye week. I'm sure they're getting a jump on the Lions before this week. But uh, they have their plan ready, but they wouldn't give it. To, they wouldn't give a player uh, two game plans in one week. Some guys, uh, that would really overload them, and you would have a ton of mental errors. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a quick story about Chris Tabor that made me laugh, and I didn't realize this. I think I was younger, realizing what they, how much work they did going forward. You know, He was the assistant under Dave Tobe. We're sitting there on a Saturday walkthrough, and he starts calling out the wrong numbers. And, and I'm like, what's going on here? He's like, oh, man, sorry. I'm already on the Detroit numbers. Hold on. Let me grab my Ravens you know, book here and get that. But they do. <laughs> they, they get so prepared for the week ahead. The assistants do to try to help the, you know, the lead guy, the, you know, whatever position they are. But I, I didn't realize they put that much planning in. Basically, they're doing two-a-days during the week, you know, leading up to the Ravens for the Lions. At least the, uh, the, the you know, the top assistants are. The guys grabbing the assistants coffee. Assistants of assistants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guys making copies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Deshaun, De- uh, Sean Desai is back in the day. Yes, sir. Yes, well, sir. well, I mean, you know, and I, and I, again, I mean, you know, you never look ahead. But you got, you got um, Tyler Huntley, and then you're going to have Tim Boyle. Jared Goff has an oblique injury. They've already announced that Tim Boyle, their backup, I don't know what string, is going to start the next two games, including, uh, I believe they're at Cleveland, and then against the Bears uh, at home in that Thanksgiving morning game. I, I just think, you know, if you ever were looking for a moment in the season where you might be able to stack a couple of wins, mm-hmm. isn't it right now with, with two teams without their starting quarterback, one after the other? Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, it, it definitely is, Molly, but you just it's so hard when you look at the Bears, all the guys they have out, right? Yes. The yes, Bears have so many uh, football players that are out. Right. I, I don't know. I was watching the Lions the other week wondering why Campbell hasn't benched golf anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really hasn't been playing. Right. I, I don't know how much they're getting out of that guy, and, and I'm wondering if the Lions are going to be better without him. I, I, I'm interested to see that. So I was actually hoping he was going to be there uh, for the Bears game at the level he was playing at. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But you're right. I mean, when you're facing backup quarterbacks, uh, you know, you, you, you get Huntley today. Uh, obviously, when you don't have to face Lamar Jackson, that's, all, that's already a win for you. He is dynamic. Uh, he, can, he can throw the ball, too. Uh, he gets that offense moving down the field. They put the ball in the end zone. All those things would have made it hard for the Bears to win today. But now with him out, 
the Bears do have a chance, especially with all their injuries. I mean, how were the if Lamar Jackson lined up today with all the guys the Bears had out, Pat? How were they going to pull out that win? But he doesn't, so now they have a chance. Right. I think you would have flipped your score 24-10 for the Ravens, yep. right? Yes. And this is the time of year too that you get it's those. You know, lucky weeks. You get in on Wednesday morning, you get the uh, injury report, and you're like, wait a minute, this guy's out this week? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then you get later in the year, and some of these teams are out of it. They just start saying, all right, we're going to put this guy on our – go ahead and get his surgery get him ready for next year. So that happens, too. And this maybe this is a little break to get the Bears going, get, get them going a little bit for two weeks, and we'll see what happens. But there's too many injuries. With the Khalil Mack being out for the season is right. really going to hurt. But with Akeem Hicks being able to come back and Eddie Jackson be able to come back, you never know. But maybe this yeah. is a little break they get that – they need going forward. Yeah, and, and you wonder too, Molly, if that was part of the discussion, and Pat knows, as crazy as it sounds, this is part of the discussion in their locker room. Look, Lamar, if you don't feel good, I mean, they don't have Khalil Mack today. Yeah. They don't have Akeem Hicks. Uh, we, think we, we think we could pull this one out without you. Wow, that's something else. All right, it's the uh, pregame show. Ole Cruz, Patrick Manley. We're going to bring in Dan Pompey next, and uh, we'll talk to him uh, this show presented by Bet Rivers, official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. Okay, bye week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What opportunity do you still see for you guys the rest of the season, the second half? And what kind of messaging has there been from the coaching staff and the leaders of this team? Just understanding that we got a lot in front of us. It's up to us, you know, to determine what we can do. 11-6 sounds really, really good. So, I mean... We can uh we can do it. I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing uh, in front of us that we can't handle. So just got to go out there and do it. <laughs> it's the pregame show. 
with all the groups and Patrick Manley presented by Bet Rivers official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And Darnell Mooney's positive. He sees it coming. He sees the big second half uh, surge. And uh, I don't know if that's conceivable, but maybe Dan Pompey can tell us. His name, of course, writ in the Hall of Fame, and he joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Good morning. Big news this morning with Lamar out, huh? Does that mean the Bears win? You know, does it matter <laughs> that they have so many guys out themselves? Well, I think it changes the complexion of the game completely. Uh, I think... Uh, you know, if you if you took every player in the National Football League and, and you said which player has the most impact in terms of how his team plays and how the other team plays against that team when he's in there or when he's not in there, Lamar Jackson might be number one in the whole NFL. You know what he because what he does really cannot be duplicated or uh, even a, approached by any other player and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that uh, the Ravens will try to stick with, with what they do best, but it won't be easy without him in there. It, it's going to be a, a completely different offense. Of course, they're without Hollywood Brown, too, so, so he's their you know, primary weapon in the passing game uh, on the other end. So, um, you know, they're really going to have to be strongly dependent on the run, and the Bears know that going in, and they're, just gonna, they're gonna have to load up and stop that run and do whatever they can. Dan, all right, the Bears are injured, too, defensively. But like you said, Lamar Jackson is that team, and they don't have him. What does it mean to you if the Bears go out there and lay an egg and lose this game? They just lose it, basically. Yeah, um, you know, I think um, it's a game now that is very winnable for the Bears. And, uh, you know, I I guess it depends how they play, too. You know, I I think Mm -hmm. everyone expects for Justin Fields to continue to make the kind of progress he's made. But... Um, some of that might be a little unrealistic because I think usually when you look at uh, a young quarterback, especially a young quarterback who does not, who's not in the perfect situation, does not have all the perfect pieces around him, usually see uh, a development that kind of has uh, stops and starts and fits and starts and all that kind of thing, and um, or at least you know one step forward, two back, two four. You know, I mm-hmm. think I think we can expect that from from Justin Fields as, as we can with almost any rookie quarterback. Um, but I think um, this is an opportunity for him, too, because they're not very good against the pass. You know, mm-hmm. they've struggled against the pass. And uh, if, they can, uh, you know, if they can make some p- plays in the passing game and minimize their mistakes, certainly it's a game that they should win and, and you'd hate to see them lose. How, how does it work with rookie quarterbacks, Dan, from what you've seen? Um, you know, we talk about this idea that Justin Fields, the last two games, seems to be heading in a different direction. It seems to have really kind of improved and grown. Can you rely on that from week to week with rookies? Is, is, is he now got that base set up where it's all about building to the second half of the season? I mean, do you expect uh, significantly more out of him than we saw earlier in the year? You know, I think we can expect to see – kind of overall incremental progress. You know, the the great thing, uh, the great advantage that Justin Fields has over some other young quarterbacks is he's got this incredible athleticism that allows him to make plays, maybe even if, 
you know, his brain isn't quite caught up with where a veteran quarterback might be because he does not have the experience of that veteran quarterback. He still can kind of be a player who makes plays and changes games because of his athleticism. And uh, we saw that a little bit with the running plays against the Steelers. And I think, um, you know, the, the, what, what the Ravens do certainly uh, should be an inspiration for the Bears offensively because I think uh, there are a lot of things that, that he can do that would help you uh, beyond just dropping back and throwing the football. Yeah, and you look at that, that Steelers game on that last drive. We talked about it a little bit earlier on the show here that you could just see the confidence coming out of him. You could just see that he's like, all right, I got this moment and I'm comfortable, and it was almost like, the way I put it, it was like a tangible moment, like you would feel it through the TV that, all right, this is a moment for me watching him, like, this guy, this moment's not too big for him. Did you feel that as well? Yeah, you know, I think that's probably been, you know, of all the good things he's done, uh, that's probably been the best, the best part of Justin Fields to me, has just been his composure and his demeanor, and as you said, it, it's not too big for him, Pat. You know, yeah. he just really seems like, uh, okay, I got this. And, you know, that's a big deal for a quarterback because I think it's easy for them sometimes to be overwhelmed by the situation and to get wide eyes. And uh, once that happens, you know, other things start to unravel a little bit. Uh, but you don't see that with him. You, you see the opposite with him. And, and I think that's, that's a really good thing. And now, you know, if he can just continue to develop with, uh, you know, the mental part of his game and, uh, you know, improve uh, on the little things, the accuracy, the fundamentals and all that, you know, then, then he's, he's going to be something who's pretty special, I think. Mm-hmm. Dan, when, when we uh, heard the news about Khalil Mack being out for the, the year, obviously Danny Trevathan is too, but it pals by uh, comparison with the Mack injury. Um, you know, we wondered... Well, I guess we wondered before the game if they were going to throw a bunch of blitzes, they were going to try to take that Miami game plan, try to confuse uh, a, a, a quarterback in, in Lamar Jackson that probably would have been better prepared for it after that experience. But he's out. Do, do you blitz this young guy, this uh, Tyler Huntley? How do you? What do you expect to see from the Bears, who now without a team, uh, without uh, – a uh, Mac seemed to have lost a lot of their pass rush. They had been relying on the front four. Uh, do they have to blitz more, especially with a young quarterback? Are you expecting a, a different game plan than we've seen yet from Sean Desai? Well, I think always, you know, if you can get home with four, that's what you do, right? I mean, that's, that's always what every defensive coordinator wants to do. You blitz mostly because you have to and not because you want to. Uh, but I think things have changed since, you know, if, if you looked at these teams early in the week and you thought, well, the Bears are going to have Mac maybe and they're going to have Hicks and the, the Ravens are going to have Lamar and they're going to have Hollywood Brown. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a different game now with, with the, the personnel issues. So uh, I think certainly, you know, there, there may be merit, especially if the if the four alone aren't getting home. Uh, to try some blitzing, um, and and you know you don't have to worry as much about problems in the back end with Hollywood out. So um, I, I still think you have to worry about them. Bears are very vulnerable in the secondary, and that's to me a, you know a reason not to blitz. Uh, you know the the Bears were not 
their, their construction of their roster was not put together for a blitzing team. It is, it is, it is a team that's supposed to pass rush with four and help out the back end more than help out the front end. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, this, this is a different circumstance now. And, uh, you know, it, it might call for some more pressures from the Bears. All right, let's go over to the offense. And I think last week one of the questions going to the Steelers game with Montgomery being back was how do you deploy him and Herbert? And then after what you saw last week, did you like the game plan with the Wildcat and all that stuff and the, the amount of carries each back got? Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, I think it's, it, you know, worked to a pretty good degree. I, I personally would like to see a little more Herbert. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, he did some things to really merit uh, some more opportunities. Um it will be interesting, Pat, to me, uh, to see what kind of run-pass balance the Bears have today. Uh, I, again, against a team that you know could be vulnerable uh, against the pass. You know, do you do you kind of go back to the uh, uh, the Matt Nagy offense where you're throwing a lot and not running no. as much? Or no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not suggesting it. Oh, I know I'm, you're, I'm you're wondering. Yeah, but, we, but you never know, right? With this with this staff, you never know. Yes, you might yes. get like first six series like that, and then they'll switch it up. Right, right. Well, and, and you know, uh, certainly, I think it, it does make sense to take into account the strengths and weaknesses of offenses when you when you consider your play calling, your game planning. But uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, there is no such thing as a as a good game plan that doesn't have a good healthy dose of running game in it. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I think that we're all going to be expecting the Bears to try to start running the offense we saw in the fourth quarter as opposed to the one we saw in the first quarter against Pittsburgh. Please. You know, isn't that is, – is that asking so damn much? I mean, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, you know, that, that, that's the – it's been the conversation around here for about what seventy years or something. I mean, you know. The, <laughs> yeah, but the other the, thing, guys, uh, it wasn't just it wasn't just the uh, the called plays and routes and things going down the field. It was also the protection plan. Yeah. I thought they had a great job. Did a great job with T.J. Watt in the second half to give Justin Fields more time and more comfortable. Um, and I just I don't know. I didn't mean to over talk over you, Dan. But that's just part of it as well. Like it's just why does it take so long to make it look that way? when that should adjust earlier, mid-first quarter, early second quarter. Yeah, and that, that's a fair uh, statement. And, and certainly, um, you know, you would hope that it carries over from game to game and they yes. learn from, you know, the things that didn't work so well and the things that did work so well. And, you know, they understand themselves better as they move along. You know, understanding your opponent is one thing, but there's nothing more important than being able to look at your own team and knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you can do and what you can't do. And I think, you know, that's one of the great failures of many, many teams and many, many coaches in the NFL. They're not honest with themselves. And some of it's because they're biased going in about, you know, hey, I, I thought this guy could do this. And they, they really can't let go of that conviction that they had uh, in a player or, or the suspicion they had about a player that he can't do something. I got a question for you. You're the perfect one to ask. And this is something I believe and could be completely wrong. Do NFL coaches have bigger egos than NFL players? <laughs> well, it depends <laughs> which coach and which player, Pat. Well, I'm just saying overall, yeah. agreed. But overall, just I, in my experience, I just find that some of these coaches, their egos are bigger and they won't change for some of the strengths of their players or put them in the right position because they believe their system is bigger or better than the player. 
Well, and here's another interesting way to look at it. Are we talking about successful coaches or unsuccessful <laughs> <Right>. coaches? <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> because there's, there's a, uh, I think there's, there's some of each on, on both sides, you know? Yes. Um, but I think, uh, I think really, here, here's the thing. If, if you look at the coaches who are consistently successful in the National Football League, uh, you know, your Andy Reeds, your Mike Tomlins, your Bill Belichicks, you don't see a lot of ego in what they do on a day-to-day basis. Yep. I yeah. mean, you know, uh, you know, does Bill Belichick think he's pretty good? Well, he, he better. He ought to, right? Because right. he is. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think he doesn't carry himself like an ego guy who's mm-hmm. who, who's not uh, doesn't have a dose of humility. In he doesn't his dress day-to-day. like one either. He this is true. This is true. <laughs> All right, Dan. I, I, I'm sitting here debating whether I want to amend my pick and uh, and change it after the news of the day. Um, but my pick was made before Khalil Mack and before some of these other moves. So it's it's a real dilemma for me as I sit here and contemplate what I'm going to do. What are you doing? Have you changed your pick? Yeah, you- yeah. You know, I I, uh, I was listening to you guys on a show earlier, and when the, when the news came out, and I was kind of thinking about it a little bit, and, and I did pick uh, the Ravens earlier in the week. I, I think I picked them 27-23, mm-hmm. and I am changing my pick. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I have this opportunity to do it because, <laughs> uh, you know, here, here's how I look at this game now. Um, I think it's going to be a game on both sides where the potential is there for a lot of mistakes, right? For misreads, for uh, blown coverages, for um, penalties, uh, for missed assignments, uh, for, you know, uh, players being uh, out of sync with one another. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. It, it's, I think it's going to be across the board all over the place. And I think the team that makes the fewest mistakes is going to have the best chance to win. So um, if, if the Bears can come out there with that conservative game plan and, you know, just kind of uh, not try to do too much and not step out on the limb too much, I think they can win this game. I'll, I'll take the Bears 23-22. to 22. How about that? Oh. we got a good oh, ball game in front of us then. I like that. Yeah, that's beautiful. All right, Dan. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate All right, it. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. That's Dan Pompey. Yeah, we'll get your pick next, Patrick. But I, I'm sitting here kind of soul-searching. Here's my problem. My problem is that I thought the Bears had to win that San Francisco game, and I went with them as a result. Mm-hmm. And that is really a bad mark on me for believing that. And I saw Jimmy Garoppolo be able to run against the Bears in that game. Now, I, I don't know anything about Tyler Huntley. I'm not going to pretend I do, but I believe he's faster than Jimmy G. I don't know if that matters, but I I, I just got to see the Bears do something before I change my pick. I'm I'm really tormented by this because I I think there that's a Eddie Jackson being out is a yes. blow. I thought yes. we had decided he was going to play. Akeem, yeah. okay, Mac being out for the year. Holy mother of God, that was a stunner. And uh, and then you talk about a guy like Allen Robinson. Didn't he decide to contribute or they decided to let him contribute? It just, yeah. 
that really stymies my mind. I'm having a, a tough time getting to my pick right now. No doubt. And the thing is, to me, is they got to be able to stop the run because Greg Roman's going to have a good running game. And I'm sure yep. uh, Tyler Huntley can still run some of those read options and, and I'm sure can probably read them the same way. Yes, he's not the same dynamic athlete that Lamar Jackson is, but he's pretty darn good. And finally, before we go to break, i got to apologize to my buddy yesterday playing golf. I said it was for sure money on the Ravens because of a five-point favorite. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what he put on them, but I apologize for this not knowing Lamar Jackson wasn't going to play. So, oops. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's what he gets for beating you in golf. Exactly. All right, we'll get, to, we'll get to Patrick's pick next. It is the pregame show with Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley presented by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. I think all week long for our guys, the mindset in practice and then when you're in your meetings, when you're watching tape, when you go home at night, whenever it is, your mindset's got to be preparing for a physical game with a team that's been a part of, you know, it's their culture. It's what they do. They've done it for a long time. And then on top of that, we also talked all week about a team that has played more than 60 minutes in three games this year where they've gone to overtime. They've won two and lost one. So it's a mindset. But now we got to do it today. we got to come out and the guys got to play hard and, and physical. And, and literally, it just can't be for five or six or 20 plays. It's got to be every play of the game. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It is the pregame show. Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Go ahead, download that Bet Rivers app today. It's fantastic. It uh, gave me all the information. The the Ravens still favored by two. Um, Here's the thing. I I was actually ready to change my pick until I just heard Matt Nagy there from WBBM's pregame. You know, Patrick, if you're a physical team and you play a physical style and you play, you know, into overtime, does that mean you're a better team than the three and six team that that doesn't do that? Uh, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just think I, yeah. they got better coaches. I don't know. I, no, you're, you're right. And it, it's just unfortunate the Bears have so many injuries with guys yeah. out because then you could have, you could say talent wise right now, the Bears uh, have more overall talent maybe, but then Lamar Jackson being out switches the whole thing. Um, this is just going to be a very interesting game with, with a Justin Fields out there with Wink Martindale, possibly bringing the kitchen sink at him. Can they figure that out? And then them having a what second-year quarterback Tyler Huntley out there, like you said, has only thrown 11 NFL passes. Uh, I, this is just going to be—it's going to be an interesting game. And one thing I think, which is going to make it interesting, I think there's going to be a lot of turnovers. And the Ravens have only taken the ball away seven times. The Bears have only taken the ball away nine times, and that's the lowest in the league, close to the lowest in the league. And this is a game where you could see the ball going back and forth to each team defensively, just because you've got. An inexperienced Justin Fields maybe going against this blitz, blitzing uh, defense. And then you got Tyler Huntley being a young quarterback who, you know, well, he, I guess he did get some practice reps this week, right? So Lamar, Lamar Jackson yep. didn't practice a couple of days. So that's going to help him, but not completely. Um, so this to me is it's a turn of a battle game. This is, this is one where you could see the ball on the ground or in the air quite a bit going to the other team. I, this is a field goal kicker game. You know, I, I, I mean, it looks like two of the best. Like a, a light rain at Soldier Field, at least there was this morning. Is the no, the sun came slick? out. sun's coming out okay. down here in the city. It's cleaning up. Good. All right. So that's good. Um, ah, 
I mean, listen, the Bears got a field goal kicker that doesn't miss. They got a great field goal kicker, too. Yeah. This could come down to, you know, some late field goal. This could come down to, as you say, kind of this turnover battle that, uh, you know, whoever gets the last field goal wins. 41 points is really low in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. And the, yeah, that's... And the, the line didn't shift that much. I, I You know, what, what are you, who are you taking? How, how you, break it down for me. All right. I, I've... Like I told you, I, I got to apologize to my buddy who I told him the Ravens would run, run away with it being a five-point spread. But without Lamar Jackson, it changes quite a bit. It really does. And Olin said it perfectly earlier. Finally, the Bears have the best quarterback on the field. To me, most of the time, you go into games, whoever has the best quarterback on the field, that gives you a better chance to win. And I, I, I think Justin Fields, to me, has proven the last few weeks uh, that he's improving and he's, he's, the game is slowing down for him. So I'm really comfortable with him. I just think what he's going to do is take his game, what we've seen in the last few weeks, of kind of go one to two to take the ball down and run. He's going to go one to one and a half, take the ball down and run and escape and try to get out of the pocket if they're playing the blitzing man-to-man stuff. So I, I'm relying on him a little bit. The only other thing that scares me, though, is stopping the run. I think right now with that offense, Greg Roman, he's going to run the heck out of the ball. So this D-line really has to step up. But again, the Ravens O-line isn't great. So that's going to be a decent battle. If Akeem Hicks was healthy, I would say the Bears have the, uh, have the advantage there. So this might be something where, you said it comes down to field goals. They might get their their yards up until the red zone. Hopefully the Bears can stop them. Um, and here's another one. Jalen Johnson's going to pick off his former college quarterback. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to go with. That's that, uh, that's where one of the picks is going to come. I think that's going to be a key one. Beautiful. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. Yeah. But here, I got, I got the Bears winning this one. I just It's a home game. Lamar Jackson's out. I have a feeling some of the guys on the Ravens were hoping he'd play. They're, you know, it, just, it stinks when your best player's not there. Um, but I just think the Bears today are going to win. It's going to be a close one, 24-23. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. – I, I, um, What Dan Pompey said that, I just that's, – that's what I had written yeah. down. That's that's a good one. I just think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I I, um, I agree with you. I thought – you know, honestly, I thought it was like a three-point game before. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to get beaten pretty badly because of the time they had and all that. But I didn't know all these guys were going to be out on defense. I, I just don't see them stopping the run well enough. I, right. I don't. I, and I – I wish I did. I, I I think I'm I'm in prove it mode. I want the Bears to show me something. So I think I took them at twenty to seventeen. I'll now make it. I took the Ravens twenty seventeen. I'll now make it twenty to nineteen. I'll make it a one point game. But I'm not getting off Baltimore just because of the coaching staff and just because the Bears have to prove it. I want to see it. I want to see them, you know, you hear a lot of happy talk. You hear a lot of happy talk from Matt Nagy and, you know, acknowledgement of the losing streak and no one cares. And you hear Darnell Mooney, oh, you know, hey, how about we run the table? When, you're, in a, you're in the midst of a four-game losing streak and you're going to talk about winning eight in a row? I, I mean, I, I don't want to be cruel about it, but that sounds great. Show me. Let's start Amen. the process. And, Molly, you, we brought it up earlier about this game with a backup quarterback, Detroit next week, week with a backup quarterback. What if you lose those two games? We were talking about winning because they should. Right. You just gave the yeah. – I the, gave the, the thumb. Yeah, the That's thumb it. out. Then, if you yeah, lose both these games, that, somebody's got to so go. So they're in a position now that it's either going to be like, all right, they beat two backup quarterbacks, great, let's see what happens the week after that. Or it's like, oh, my gosh, they just lost the two teams with backup quarterbacks. What do we do now? And that's that, – that, I don't know. There's two pivotal weeks right now, and especially today, because I wouldn't have picked them to win if Lamar Jackson was playing. But now this is a game they have to win against a backup quarterback. What if Lamar starts feeling better at halftime? He, he's, he's, at he's inactive, stadium. though, right? 
he isn't active. Okay, just make. Yeah, that's sure. the thing. I was I was curious too, and I just tried. I was trying to look at that earlier. I'm like, what? Yeah, what if he does start feeling better? Yes, he is. But I believe he is inactive. So yeah. so is Hollywood Brown. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm I'm looking at the list now. Brandon yeah. Williams. Okay, they they can't bring anyone. Hey, uh, Pernell McPhee is not available today. No, this was going to be his first time against the team that overpaid him. I know that that guy. Well, yeah, he he's one of a kind, man. He has a big personality. Oh. Yeah, he, well, he got his money. He did get his yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, does it matter that Danny Trevathan's gone, Patrick? I mean, I don't expect him back, but does it matter? No, I, I could see the leadership part. I could, I could okay. understand that, but I think Alec Ogletree is, to me, is a better player. I think his knee is just get, eating itself or whatever it's doing. Right. He just does not look the same. So it, it might be best to not have that distraction of having a guy who's your leader out there that you want to try to put out there that say, hey, you're going on IR, you're done, and... Hopefully Alec Ogletree can continue to play what he's doing. He's done a nice job stepping in. He's not a star. He's not a. He's just a good NFL player. Let's put it that way. All right, go enjoy the game. Patrick and I will be back for the post-game show. We will be here for you the minute the game ends. And, uh, and Olin and Anthony Heron will be here for the post-post-game show. So a lot to look forward to on the score. Let's hope the Bears can get it done. Prove it. We got to see it. Make it happen. For the, uh, for the guys, Olin Cruz, Patrick Manley, this has been the pregame show presented by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today and go ahead, crack open a zing zang. Enjoy yourself, for God's sake. It's, uh, we'll see you on the, on the postgame show here on The Score. It's no one's fault other than everybody's. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 